The way we function in the, in the Lord's Church is it showing respect for the Creator's design for men and women? Is it showing respect for His will for the church, for His will for the marriage, for His will for the home? And at every point, the church is to remain submissive to her Lord, and He's concerned that we uphold that standard. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian Truths in an Increasingly Secular World. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, in this podcast, we are seeking to answer any question you might have about doctrine, faith, practice, Bible verses, and the like. Now, if you're watching this podcast from YouTube or maybe listening on your favorite podcast app, we would love to hear from you and interact with the sort of questions you might have for Pastor Richard. The easiest way to get a question to us is by leaving a comment below the video or by going to our website and submitting a question. Our website is straighttruth.net. Now, at that website, you can find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Pastor, uh, the, the question for this episode is about women preachers, so it comes from 1 Timothy 2.12. Let me read that uh, real quick. Paul says, I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. We see the context, it seems here, that he's talking about uh, mm-hmm. church governance and, and, um, and the context is the church. This person writes in and asks, should a woman be preaching uh, in a church? Their uh, grandma was a pastor for 50 years. And uh, this person says, well, she, she certainly taught the Word of God. She taught uh, Orthodox theology and doctrine. And, um, but he's heard this, this verse before and, uh, and wonders if it's speaking about a different context and to help us understand um, this verse in relation to women preachers. There are plenty of them in, in our culture, all mm. over our city. Uh, we see that, and it seems to be more and more sort, um, sort of pressed into us, say, on social media or, or even... Um, through publishers, constantly yeah. uh, publishing new books, um, advocating for greater uh, greater leadership by women in the church. W- what do you think? Yeah, well, what we know from Scripture is that that's forbidden. So we all have people we love that have engaged in things, even perhaps sincerely, that they were just sincerely wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to cast a judgment about his grandmother's love for God or sincerity or any of that, but she was wrong according to Scripture. And that's that's where we all are going to be tested, not just in this question, yeah. but in every area of our lives. What is the final authority? Is it us? Is it culture? Is it our opinions? Is it the practices we grew up with? Or is it the Bible? And, and, and we're faced with that all the time. And as I said, in, in a number of, in, in every realm, not just in the realm of church life, and this, this text is clear. You could not have a clearer text than what you just read. In fact, Paul not only gives the standard, which is a woman's not to teach in the, in the life of the church in a way that's authoritative, that, that rules out a pastor-teacher role, that, that rules out instructing the church as a whole in a way that says this is the doctrine of, of the church, and I'm the teacher of that doctrine, set forth by the church as the official teacher for the church. That, that rules it out. What's interesting is he ties that standard to creation. He doesn't mm-hmm. tie it to culture. 
doesn't tie to what's going on in Ephesus or anything else. He ties to creation. Verse 13 says, for Adam, here's why, for Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and be became a transgressor. The first sin in human history involved a role reversal as Satan approaches the woman instead of the man, and the woman takes the forbidden fruit, and her husband follows her. Mm -hmm. In fact, God rebukes Adam and says, because you listened to the voice of your wife. Mm -hmm. you, you followed her into this sin, Adam. And goes on to talk about the inestimable influence of women in, in, the, in terms of being a homemaker and a mother and all that in verse 15, yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. So there are different roles from, for men and women in marriage, there are different roles for men and women in the home, there are different roles for men and women in the church. And to disregard that is to disregard the Creator. That's Paul's point. Hmm. It is to disregard His purposes in creation. So this, this is not something that's hard to understand. It's just hard for some to believe and to submit that's to. True. But that's the test for all of us. Will we submit our minds, our hearts, our lives to what the Bible says? What about those who um, respond to this and say, well, this is only talking about pastoral office. Yeah. The function is, is not implied here. And therefore say, uh, there, there are churches in the Southern Baptist Convention that do this. Um, right. We could have a woman preach to uh, a, a congregation of men and women under the authority of those who hold the office, say like the elders of a church. What, what would you say to that? Yeah, I would say that um, it ignores another passage. So for example, in 1 Corinthians 14, Paul's dealing with the, the matter of prophecy in the church and how it was to operate. But in that context, he says something very interesting. He says, for this is verse 33 of 1 Corinthians 14, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission, as the law also says. If there's anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. So there, it's not just about preaching in the pastoral office. Mm -hmm. It's about a, a kind of submission that even reflects God's order in the home. Mm. If they have questions, let them ask their husbands at home. I mean, mm. what a statement is that? Yeah. It, 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 it even indicates a, a husband's teaching role in the life of his home, in the life of his family. Mm. So going back to the text you mentioned, First, first Timothy chapter 2, this, this has to do with creation. And by the way, he doesn't say, he doesn't mention office at no, all. He says, I do not permit a woman to teach yeah. or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she's to remain quiet. Mm -hmm. So what we're dealing with is the way we function in the, in the Lord's church, is it showing respect for the Creator's design for men and women? Is it showing respect for his will for the church, for his will for the marriage, for his will for the home. And, and in every, at every point, the church is to remain submissive to her Lord, and he's concerned that we uphold that standard. Okay. So final uh, response, there's another one I've heard before. What about Deborah in the book of Judges? So Judges 4 and 5, you've got this prophetess she's called. Deborah, she actually sits at the gates and she renders judgment to people who come for her, come to her. Mm. Um, uh, of course, she she does enlist this other man, Barak, to uh, lead the armies. But it's clear she's in some leadership position. H how do you respond to the person who says, "Well, what about Deborah?" Yeah, I would say first of all, that's an Old Testament narrative. That's not 
prescriptive for the church. Mm-hmm. So, so I would still say, even, even if you were to, to come to the conclusion that, that in the Old Testament, God used women in ways that represented authority and all the rest, that, that would have nothing to do with what he's doing in the church. We, we need to look to his prescriptive statements to the church, not narrative passages and so I mean, narratives tell us what happens. Descriptive versus descriptive prescriptive. Yeah. Versus prescriptive. Mm-hmm. So that's one answer I would have. Mm-hmm. Second, I would say that Deborah was an anomaly. I mean, that, that, is, that is not something you see regularly in the Old Testament. And if memory serves me right, it was even a judgment for the lack of faithfulness in the men mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't take what is descriptive and make it prescriptive. And, and we would need to look at that Deborah passage in its context. And I think there are some answers to be found there that would even explain what was going on in that immediate context that would put it in a different point of view. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Straight Truth. Now, we'd love for you to share this episode with friends and family and to subscribe. The easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net. And there you will find links to all of our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. If you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, you can find that at the website, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.